Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. the year 2022. Two years after a plague ravished the earth like a lover in one of your mom's novels she keeps under the bed. You know those spicy ones with Fabio on the cover and a woman with breasts juiced enough to light up the Eiffel Tower? Mm. Maybe you want to get out of your small town and travel through Europe. But how? How do you navigate all the rules and regulations with each country? And can you bring a gun? On this week's episode, we're talking European travel and answering all those buggering questions in Yanagan. Welcome to the brighter side. Yo! That was lovely, Amber. Thank you, Thank Ed. You. I really do enjoy writing these intros. You're killing it. Thank you. Every week's better than the last. It's I the best say. part of my day, I tell you what. How, you know, they're, I feel like they're the perfect length. They're always like 30 seconds, get in. And they, you know what? They used to always be... <laughs> I would just kind of scream. Every single time. It was just like, all right, Amber, you do the intro. Like, cold. I'm, I'm so, so cold. Where is my family? Where is my family? And we're doing like <laughs> a serious episode on like the deaths in Antarctica or something. And I'm just like, oh, it's so cold. Or like people that died from a hurricane. I'm like, you know, that's that's tone deaf. And is that we... Get better with experience. Absolutely. I bet if we went back and listened to the first two years of this show, we'd probably be like, whoo, <laughs> uh, yes. Don't quit your day job. Yeah, that's why I always say, if, you, if, you, if you're introducing people to the brightest side, first of all, thank you very much. Yes. Uh, second of all, tell them to start from the most recent episode. <laughs> And let them get to know us before they we, they go back and listen to us oh. 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. We're just making noises. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that was like our original pitch for the show. We yes, like, we wanted to do sounds. Like, know, what, it was like, yeah, we need a cart with bells and whistles. And <laughs> woo! Like, <laughs> the most annoying show possible. And Marcus said yes. Yes. Yeah, and this is and this is what we've come to. Well, thank God for the LPN giving us a chance. And we are going to perform at the Raymond soon. Absolutely. The Ryman Auditorium. Sorry, the Ryman. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Woo. Woo, man. I'm Get your so, cowboy boots on, baby. I'm actually very excited for this. I've never been to the Ryman. It's always been a dream of mine to see a concert in the Ryman. I had tickets to see a concert in the Ryman once, Sturgill Simpson, and I had to not go. Why? Because I had a job working for Michael Moore, and then he secretly fired me. And so I didn't get to go to the Ryman show. Fuck that. Michael Moore yeah. and his his <laughs> recycling ass. Non-recycling. Oh, ass. yeah. He doesn't recycle? Yeah. I was in his apartment. And uh, this is some privileged information for the people at home. This is the inside <laughs> and work for Michael Moore. Yeah, no, I was in his apartment. I was like, where's your recycling bin? And he's like, I don't recycle. 
And I was like, oh. what are you talking about? You don't recycle. He's trying to save the world, right? What are we doing here? And he's like, I've been to recycling pants. They just throw it all in the trash. Yeah, and you know what? He's right. I In New York City, when I used to get up and work at bakeries and just go outside and smoke a cigarette, and it's like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. and like, you know, only death is alive at this point. And there would be, I would see the recycling people just dump those recycling cans right in that trash can. Yeah, well, you know, it's a lot of goes into the recycling. They, they recycle about 10%. And, uh, you know, they, and the other thing is if you don't clean it properly, they can't use it. Clean so out those just, macaroni cases. Yeah. You just, if you got a can of dog food, you don't scrape the dog food off. They can't fucking melt it down because the, the dog food gets in the metal, you know, so it, it, you got to take the label off. Yeah. It's a big process. Here's my question for you, Eddie. Is Michael Moore's house full of open cans of dog food? <laughs> no, he, um, he eats human food. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lots of Coca-Cola. Really? Yeah, he loves his Coca-Cola. I mean, I don't know where he... I mean, I worked with him six years ago. Michael Moore's got to drink some water. But he had a... Whatchamacallit? He had a personal trainer, and he was getting healthy when we were working together. Okay. And and you know what? And I talk talk shit, and uh, he did fire me because, you know, I I spoke up against him. But I have to say that, on a whole, I still uh, like the man, and I respect what he does for the world. You spoke up against him? You're like, Michael, please stop drinking Coca-Cola? No, not that. Not that I was, uh, he was, he was being mean to some cops and I asked him not to be. Okay. You know, and so uh, that, and then, uh, you know, that I was, I was, I was just a consultant. I'm firing Ed Larson. Yeah. I can't do an accent of his. I forget what he sounds no, that like. that was pretty close. I'm going to fire this man. Listen, this is the brighter side. I love Michael Moore. You know, we just don't get along. <laughs> fuck Michael Moore. Well, you know, don't fuck Michael Moore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I bet his asshole looks like the inside of a sewer pipe. I mean, just like tampons stuck up in there. Oh yeah, and a bunch of uh, you know, just fat, just like <laughs> yeah, just lard, <laughs> just bacon grease. You know, he directed Canadian Bacon, John Candy's last movie. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very, I was impressed by that. You know, but so, then, so but you know, that's why you know he had to go to documentaries because his first comedy killed the greatest comedian of all time. Again, fuck Michael Moore. <laughs> Anything good about this man? I don't know. But Eddie, tell me about your, your you took a Myers-Briggs test recently. Yes, a Myers-Briggs test. I didn't know much about it. Uh, this is something you uh, you shared with me, and I had a good time doing it. Because, you know, wh- why do we like taking personality tests so much? What is it about, like, like, like BuzzFeed was so successful? What kind so of pizza topping are you? Yeah. yeah. What, what princess do you want to, you know, be? It makes me feel special. That's why, because we're in just a conglomerate of human beings, and I want to feel like a special little soul princess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so but I had a fun time doing it, but I didn't know what my results meant. And I, I, I read a lot of the, they give you, I think they're just determined to keep me on this website as long as possible. Yeah, it's a lot of information. There's so much going on there. I spent like an hour and a half on this fucking website. I was trying to edit the Eddie Toons two-hour radio hour, available on my Patreon, patreon.com. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I, I, you, you sent this to me, and I did it, and uh, let's talk about it. We got bit. the same thing, ENFP. Slash A. Slash A. Are you also slash A? Yes. Because you sent me something. You sent me you were something else. Slash A and slash P. I don't know. But I know I looked at it today when I was on the Stairmaster. You told me you were E-N-T-J. Oh, no, that because I originally took it and I was on the bus and a guy walked on the bus with a parrot. So I obviously wasn't paying attention to this phone. <laughs> I'm was, looking I, saw at- you saw, I saw that picture. It was an African gray. 
Yeah. Oh, he brought it on the bus and I was like, hello, hello, hello. And I was like, oh my God, that cute little parrot. And I was like, not paying attention to the questions. And then the, the, it came out as like, oh, you are like a dictator and you got to tell everybody what to do and you're so organized. And I was like, let me take this test again because I am not. Mm-hmm. And um, I am the same as you. And it's the um, ENFP. Yeah. ENFP slash A. Yeah, I got the I got the guy with the green hair and the sunglasses. Yeah, so we're more like we're the we're uh, Robin Williams. He's also that. We're very yes. like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, we don't like to abide by rules. Will Smith. Oh boy, and he doesn't abide by the rules. No, fuck no. Oh man, none of those Oscar rules. Man, I was listening to some of his old music, and it slaps. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. That's no, a joke because of the thing. <laughs> What song did he do? Like coming to California. It was in Miami. Oh, welcome to, to Miami. Miami. And then uh, we are the men in black. And then those are the shitty songs. The good ones are summer, summer time. Still love that song. Yeah. Not giving it up. You know, and uh, what was the something? Oh, I think I could beat Mike Tyson. That was such a good song. That's a song? That's a song about how he could beat up Mike Tyson. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. I think he's got some little anger residing in his heart from years ago. <sighs> Poor Will Smith. Poor Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, I like him. I don't care. I'm, I don't know. You know. Yeah. What are you going to do? We don't want to. This is a, this is a Mars show. This is our show. This is our, our show. show. ENFP. I ain't teaching. ENFP. Yeah, yeah. I'm a campaigner. They said it, it was weird because I was reading. I read so much into the results. And all of it seemed like all of my positive points were also my negative points. Oh right! Like, they were like, "You're too trust. You're you're very trusting." And then my negative point was like, "You're too trusting." Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> so yeah, or like, "You're a dreamer." Negative point. You're a dreamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have all these like cool ideas. I mean, if you look at our shows, we're talking about the Cambodian genocide, and then we're doing like a the next episode. Yeah, we was, like a deep conversation, but we also like to keep it light. Yeah, which is like the mantra for the show. I think so, and we're very positive. That's what it says. We're positive people. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my negatives. Uh, I'm overly optimistic. Who the fuck wrote these tests? Michael Moore? Is he saying that positivity is negativity? How is optimism a fucking detriment? I don't know. But I guess if it's like the world is burning and you're like, everybody, just it's cool. Like, put on your sunscreen. Like, that's the sort of negative positivity I find sometimes. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Or fake positivity. Fake positivity. Nothing's more aggravating. Then hashtag blessed. Oh my God. It's rich, rich people. That's the thing that makes me upset. Yes. And like, make your money. Lord knows we all want to make money. We want to have a comfortable life. But when you're assuming everybody can afford a $35 smile machine, yeah. whatever you're you're pushing on me, no. When your account gets the six zero, you're negative. You're officially negative now. What that does that mean? Six zeros, you know, the one in front of it, that's a million dollars. Oh. Maybe that was a little too creative the way I spoke. It's a negative. That's okay. It's a negative. <laughs> That's okay. ENFP. <laughs> INTJ. Yeah. So yeah. No. It says. Uh, it says I got seventy four percent extroverted. Wow. Uh, seventy two percent intuitive. Over observant. So it's like I, I feel like I'm observant. I feel you're observant too. Like when I go into a restaurant, I'm like, where are the exits? Absolutely. When you I know. go to a concert, I'm like, where are the exits? I'm not getting front front row stage. No, that's yeah. where people get crushed to death. Astro World that hashtag. Sounds, that sounds intuitive, though. right? When you start to, I so think we're smart. Yeah, well, you know, it didn't say we were stupid. No, it said nature, the trait that determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. Uh, they said uh, it's, I I go on feeling on, on my gut or no on a, a, a yeah not thinking about it. Same, I go on feeling, and you know what? I'm right. 
Yeah. I'm right. So many times I'll like hang out with somebody that on paper looks perfect. And then they're like, oh, by the way, I'm a crack addict. And I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. You know, like, and I'm sort of like, I knew something was off and I like wanted to distance myself. And like, by the way, you want to smoke some crack? I'm yeah. Like, okay. You think about something too long. Always go with your gut. Always. You, go with, you think about something too, you, you talk yourself out of the right answer yes. all the fucking time. There was a nice man on the subway years ago. He's dressed in a suit and he said, hey, miss, you dropped your dollar. And I knew I didn't have a dollar because I was looking for a piece of candy. And something in my body was like, I was like, no, I don't. That's not my dollar. Sorry about that. And he took a step closer to me and he said, miss, you dropped your dollar. Now he had a smile and a suit on. So like on paper, you'd think this guy was cool. Yeah. Something in my body said, this guy is a danger. And I said, you stop right there and do not come to, like near me. And then his smile dropped and he became a monster. And he said, you take all you women do is you take and you take and you take and I'm going to take from you. And then I ran away and I escaped him. He's it's a like, fucking- take the dollar. <laughs> 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 so we know and intuition is always right. Yeah. go into And then uh, tactics, which is a, a trait that reflects your approach to work planning and decision making. You could either be judging or prospecting. I'm 69% prospecting. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, uh, so I'm not judgy, I guess. Yes. No, you're not judgy. I feel like I'm judgy. Okay, yeah, no, you can. I don't know. I judge, but I don't like. It's weird. Like I judge, and I know who you are, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're not like some Christian minister that's like you know fucking little boys on the side. That's just like thank God premarital sex is wrong. You know, <laughs> thank God. And speaking of intuition, you're gonna have to use it traveling through Europe. Ooh. Yes, yes, today. Um, I, I did some traveling myself. I've been traveling like an animal, but I haven't been out of the country in a while. I was in Vegas last weekend. Oh, how was Vegas? I, I, you know what? I figured out my Vegas last week because you know how much I hate gambling. I hate gambling. Vegas has two things I hate, losing money and rules. Yes. No, no way, man. Yeah, there's so much of it. And so I, uh, and there's also like, it's weird. It's like rules and no rules at all. Like it's the weirdest, like. Uh, yeah. And also unpopular opinion, get the kids out of Vegas. Oh my God. Get them out of here. There's no reason for any child to be around in no. Vegas. Unless they live there. And, uh, but you know, so I went to, uh, I went and saw this band I really love or this uh, music group called Silk Sonic. Oh. I Anderson Pac and uh, Bruno Mars. They were amazing. They were playing at the Dolby Theater. They won a bunch of Grammys. Wow. You know, so it was, and I got to see them on the Grammy stage two nights before the Grammys. I didn't even know the Grammys were coming. That's amazing. I feel like Bruno Mars is like an underrepresented famous person. Yeah. I forget he's there, but he has, you know, so many hit songs. You know, I listen to Anderson Pac. Like, he's my dude. I listen mm -hmm. to him all the time. He's going to be so embarrassing. I thought they were the other person. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought it was flipped. I was like, Julie's like, dude's like, oh, Bruno Mars is so cute. And I was just like, I was like, that's Anderson Pac. And then no. she's like, no, that's Bruno Mars. I was like, that's Anderson Pac. You know, it's, it's like, no, that's Bruno Because I just listen. You know, I don't watch the fucking bullshit. No. And then when I do, I don't think their fucking names aren't underneath them. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, no, I was an idiot. Well, yeah, that's okay, Ed. You know, we all make mistakes, but I'm glad you went to Vegas and had a wonderful time. I did. I figured it out. I stayed in this apartment building mm -hmm. right behind the MGM Grand. And so I didn't have to walk through a casino every time I Thank left the God. goddamn place. Fuck casinos. Yeah, and then I hung out with some uh, friends of the family. Shout out to uh, Adrian. 
Adrian and Andrew. I huh. got to hang out with their uh, with their little with their little girls, and I, you know, we, Julie had a friend in town, and so we all went back to their beautiful, beautiful house, and then did a lot of cocaine, right? Oh man, I wish I so wish. much cocaine in Vegas. There is a lot of cocaine in Vegas. There's a lot of cocaine. Uh, if we, you know, we're gonna be talking about European travel, uh, and there's uh, there's plenty of cocaine there as well. Uh, you know, I have a little savings account, and I'm planning. I want to go to Germany. Oh, I thought you said you were gonna blow it all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Germany's your goal? Germany, because I'm like trying to learn a little bit and then I want to, you know, I want to go to like travel around, have fun. I love it. I and love I have a little savings account that I purposely have not touched that I could have touched, but I'm putting it into some bullshit thing that has a high interest rate. So I get more money with it just sitting there. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Well, you still got it. I still got it. See, I do the opposite. I do the wrong way of saving for trips. I just have like random envelopes of cash stashed all over my <laughs> you just house. Just show up at the airport and with like cash. Says, yeah, one of them says like South America. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to get in a lot of trouble one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if you're going to South America, bring cash. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and make sure you leave with your organs. Right. Um, the so I remember when my dad used to go. He used to always tell me about how they would like steal the organs out of businessmen. I'm like, why are you telling me this before you go to fucking? <laughs> but you know, he would just come back with a new wife. Anyway, um, so right, I, I wrote some jokes. Did you write any jokes? I wrote some jokes. Nice. Uh, I, I, you know, these I kind of I kind of rushed through them, so I'm not exactly proud of these. I'm sure they're great, Ed. Yeah. All right. Good. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. I co-host another podcast about missing women. And what better way to celebrate season two than to book a European vacation by myself? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hostel. Hostel. (laughs) Oh, my God. So you ever see the Hostel movies? No, but if I was in that, I'd be so annoying. I'm like, I'm cold. Apparently in Hostel 2, I've never seen Hostel 2, but one of the bad guys looks exactly like me. Uh-oh. And the only reason I know this is because occasionally when I'm walking down the street, someone will just be like, Hostel 2. Hostel 2. <laughs> so that's my life. That's good. Uh, traveling in Europe is cool because you can go into buildings that are thousands of years old. You know, you could totally go places that existed before God. just like these pagan built buildings oh man i need to go to the dentist bad but at least i'll fit in in the uk (laughs) (laughs) blimey zing um i went to the roman Colosseum. you know there's so much history and tragedy in that building i mean you know it's amazing but you know in america our gladiators they fought in a television studio and they were named ice I love it. All right. Did you watch American Gladiators? Oh, I loved American Gladiators. It was a great show. That we bring that back. They did. It didn't go well. Why not? Uh, You know, apparently, I guess, uh, you know, World Star is more (laughs) World Star. You know, when like um, we were like really hitting the shit a couple, like a year or so ago in in quarantine. And Mm -hmm. I was like, we need to have like a game that we can play. And we all come together with the game and the winner wins. And somebody's like, oh, so you mean like Hunger Games? And I was like, (laughs) you know, not really, but I guess that's what it is. I like that Ireland is is good at boxing and poetry. They're always fighting, either each other or existential dread. Oh, that's such a good word. Thank you. It's a hard word, existential dread. Last time I went to Europe, I officiated our buddy Cena's wedding in this tiny olive garden outside of a town in Leche. And I'll tell you what, we were there, and we were, in fact, family. <laughs> <laughs> it was an olive garden. It's an, it's an olive garden joke. 
I recently. <laughs> you don't know we have, we have a guest today. It's a it's an old friend of mine and our and our travel expert uh, today. But uh, we went to college together. We're such good old friends, uh, Miss. This is Stephanie Boyle. How are you doing, Stephanie? I'm doing good. Thank you for coming here and hanging out with us and uh, talking about traveling through Europe. We all, everyone's ready to get going. Everyone's yeah. ready to move and sick of being stuck in one place. Well, who the hell wants to be stuck in one place all well, the time? Now, you're visiting us from Europe. Right I am now. indeed. Yeah. And, um, the uh is this your first big trip since uh all not the, even close not, not even, even close, close. <laughs> no because you and have a place in london i do have a place in london and yeah. the and address terrible teeth you know um i <laughs> i do they in, make fun of you for your american accent they do 100 percent. but you know i had to keep it keep myself honest i got to keep that american accent i can put on a british one or a scottish one and then i just feel bad about myself can I'm you really can ashamed. you do the scottish one for us uh, yeah, right. No problem. I can do a Paisley accent, you know, just give you that vibe like you're in Scotland right now. Holy oh, shit. Wow. And you do a sexy Scottish accent. <laughs> Scottish like accent. Clouds came in here and there wow. was like, oh, oh. Goat yeah, like the smell the of studio. whiskey suddenly permeates the air, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> Scotland's a very, ma- I, I see it as a very masculine place, but you just had like a feminine vibe about it. Oh, I know. Very sexy. It's, it's very different, different parts of Scotland. You've got an Edinburgh accent that's very mild and gentle. And then you've got like loads of Glaswegian that's a little bit more hardcore. Those are wow. the fun ones. Yeah. <laughs> Do they still wear the kilts with their balls hanging out? Do you know what? Not often. Mostly just at weddings. Oh, more kilts with balls hanging and, out. And bagpipers. They like I a love good kilt. It. Yeah. What's your favorite bagpipe song? Uh, Danny Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Lock Lomond. You take the high road, I'll take the low road. I, I love one it. of those guys. So yeah. you were telling me that you run this website that um, if, if say if I were to type in, I want to go to Germany and from there go to Iceland, that I could just type that in and it'll show me all the COVID protocols. Yes. So I don't have to go do the research. Absolutely. That, I mean, that is the whole point of the website. I don't run it. I'd love to take credit for that, but you I definitely run it. don't. You're the CEO, <laughs> Bass Babe. We all know that women kind of run the world anyway, so <laughs> kind of, but it's Need called- Skyscanner and I'm fucking it, read all these books. I know, and we run the world. We tell you what to think, and it's much easier that What's way. What's the name of the website? Skyscanner. Oh, scans yeah, Sky, the Skyscanner does that. Yeah, I use Skyscanner. You should. I already I used Skyscanner uh, last week for my trip to Denver this week. I'm telling you, it's pretty good. It but, tells you where you can go. It gives you some cheap flight prices and also tells you whether or not there are restrictions in place at the country that you're trying to visit. Wow. I had no idea about that, but I've only used it to travel inside of America. Oh, you should get out of America. So let me ask you this. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lord knows. Um, so what what is the best way to get a cheap flight? Like when I'm on there, is it true that I got to like use a private browser so they don't jack up no. the prices because I'm searching no. too many times? That is a myth. That is fake news 100%. And really? people always think that that's the thing. It's not true. Definitely really? not true. You can do things like check for different dates. So if you put month view in and you allow yourself to be like, oh, I could maybe fly on a Tuesday instead of a Saturday, you're going to get a lot better deal, but it's not to do with clearing your cookies. Now, is there like a thing where you get like the cheapest flight three weeks out? I've heard that too. 
Yeah, you can do that. It's, I mean, you can get into really boring stuff, but the aviation industry works on supply and demand. So if there's not much demand, they're not putting on a bunch of flights. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of demand comes, people start booking, and then they put on more flights, but then they can also up those prices. Because basically, once they have one class fare sold out, they can then add the higher class fare and people will buy it because now they're like, dang, it's the school holidays. I got to get out of here. My kids are driving me nuts. I need a swimming pool and like cocktails, you know. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. It really, I wish there was some kind of control over it because I feel like, you know, the airline industry, if I'm speaking out of turn and, uh, you know, but like, I feel like they're being horrible to us on purpose. <laughs> You know, I I, yeah. I I really do. It's so expensive. When we were kids, we'd get full meals. I you know. know, there was like you could move around. There was space. Well, the, now they the do seats the, are getting smaller, smaller. Well, mm -hmm. now they're doing this thing, and I forget. There's like an economic term for it, but it's basically making you feel like not a human being. So you pay out of the ass to feel like a human being. Cattle class. Cattle class. Like yes. you get, you got to get. You can't come in there with water. You got to go buy water. You got. You want extra leg room so you don't. Your back doesn't seize up. You got to pay for that. You want some food. Yeah. Got to pay for that. So you're telling me in 20 years since we've been doing this 9-11 TSA stuff. Taking off our shoes. You don't know what a bottle of water looks like yet. <laughs> you, you, you Really? No. It no it's all theater. It's all performance theater, that TSA bullshit. And now like people think they can't take it away because, oh, they'll come on with bombs. No, they're not. Why is it? Give us our water. No, all we need is one Mark Wahlberg on every flight. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll take safe. care of itself. You're fine. It's the low-cost airlines. They came in, they changed the game, you know. They made it more affordable for people to actually fly, which is good. And you can fly around Europe really cheaply now. There's EasyJet, there's Ryanair, but they're horrible. They're no frills. And so as a result, you have to... Add, like bundle it up and start adding things. And that's why everybody else has to compete that way. Yeah, you know, I travel a lot. And I noticed like my airline, I my go-to airlines Delta just because I like my points. Mm -hmm. And and they treat me almost like a human being. <laughs> Do you get Close. the Delta first class mile? Club? Oh my God, I just got fucking bumped up on my trip to Denver. Good Coming for to Denver you. this weekend. This comes out on Friday and perform if you're in Denver, I'm performing with Jeff Frost Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Come out and see the show. So you get in the lounge where they get the free crackers and the wine? I don't think I'm allowed in the lounge, but they're letting me in the first class. I think you're big enough to push your way through. You you do not want to fuck around in airports. No, they don't like it. They don't like jokes. <laughs> they get very no. mad. They are humorless. They don't like jokes over there. I'd be like, go through the TSA and be like, I got a bomb in my backpack. Yeah, it's no, not the place for comedy. You shouldn't even say that on this show. No. <laughs> I, I want the FBI that is listening that I don't know how to make bombs. Yeah. And I don't have a gun. Yeah, you don't. I. You know no. what? She's telling the truth. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> yes. He's my alibi. She does, you don't own one gun, even no. though you want them. I want to own a gun. I want to know what I'm doing, but I don't. So I would like to have booby traps throughout the house. I, I Goonies. Hear, I hear Goonies booby style. traps are actually illegal. What? Yeah, I hear they're actually uh, no in your own way. house in California. If I want to put a little booby trap, I might trap, be speaking out my hiney right here. <laughs> 
But yeah, from what I hear in California, booby trap in your house is illegal. Well, there's different kind of booby traps because like I've seen videos where like cops go into this like drug den and then, um, you know, they, they kind of put a stick on the stairs and then like an anvil goes, Woof, you know, yeah. um, I would assume that's illegal. But if I just want like a cardboard cutout of just like an old woman just being like, ah, you know, like flying out well, at you. That's not going to help you. Well, that'll scare him. You got to do some boiling water action, yeah. you know, a board with a nail in it. It's got to be getting, home alone, right? It's got to be home alone. home alone style. I'm getting them with fear. Yes. <laughs> True fear. An old lady that just goes, ha. <laughs> so that's what you think everyone's a scare. <laughs> it needs to be a nail through the foot. Or that's it's, right. Or it's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, so we're traveling. And I, and I have noticed, going back to what I was saying, that I feel like back in the day, it was like it was this much to travel to Albuquerque or it was this much. And then there was something happened in like the late 80s or early 90s. And yeah, you said the lower price, the mm -hmm. people who started putting lower prices. Yeah. And then all the frills went out the fucking window. <laughs> they did. And now like we're spending like, you know, we're trying to like, for example, we're doing this big show in Nashville. Uh, June 18th. Come check us out at the Ryan Auditorium. Uh, the, we're doing this big show in Nashville, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fly Julie so she can come hang out and see me fucking be a badass. Yeah. And it's like $800 wow. to fly to fucking Nashville. It's cheaper to fly to Paris sometimes oh than to fly God. in the middle of the country. It would be. It would be cheaper than that to fly to it Paris. It was last Christmas. Places. I had to go to Cincinnati. The thing cost me $950. To go with like after fees just to fly to Cincinnati and back for Christmas. And then that was even like the cheaper. That was even me flying back on Christmas and skipping Christmas. Because if I flew back the day after, it was like 1200 And I looked it up. And if I flew to Africa, Johannesburg, it was the same price. Yo. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I get so mad at that shit. Yeah. But I feel like people in flyover states don't want them city folk coming to see them. You know, I think they, I think if you live, because my parents kind I of wish. live in a flyover state and they're just kind of like, <laughs> you don't come around here. You know what I mean? So I think the, the, they're, they're fine by that. Mm -hmm. I hate to be boring, but seasonality does have a large role to play there. Why though? Because that's Shouldn't when be everybody's flying. people are doing it? No, definitely not. They can't put that many more planes in the sky. Have you ever seen like a flight radar thing? You should no. definitely get oh, this app, wild. by the way. It's yeah. wild. Oh, is that the guy who tracks Elon Musk's planes uh, whenever they go? It's just tracking all the planes, but I'd like to track Elon's planes for sure. But There's I, a I Twitter mean, account uh, that uh, oh, yes. like some 16-year-old kid yes, I have who like, seen that. tweets like whenever he goes in the air and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And then he tried to He's buy it, it from real. him. <laughs> Elon tried to buy it for him for 20 grand. The kid's like, go fuck yourself, 20 grand. <laughs> And you billionaire. Yeah. That's a douche move. <laughs> Fuck sure. you. But if you look at all the planes in the air, I mean, it's like all red. Yeah. It's wild, all the planes that are in the air. Yeah. That was what was crazy when COVID hit. Like, literally, from one day to the next, you take one of those flight radar things, and it was like, there's tons and tons and tons. It's like air traffic control, all these planes. And then the next day, it was just nothing. It was just like, boom. I mean, you'll still have those, you know, the planes that are bringing your goods and stuff, non-passenger you know, non yeah. flights, but... It was crazy. And now, I mean, not to be sad about it, but like over Ukraine and Russia, you'll see like there's just a big hole yes. where there's no one flying. So you can really see that on the map. It's pretty wild. But um, if you are a train spotter, like my partner who absolutely loves a plane, <laughs> he just loves checking out this app, checking out the things in the sky. He actually holds up the phone to the sky and he's like, I'm going to tell you what that is. That is that's going to Lisbon. I, I know what that number is. It's a tap 
flight and is going to Lisbon. And then he's like, yeah, I got it right. And he's so excited and validated by uh, his ability to, to spot planes. Wow. Is he autistic? No. Uh, sadly, no. He's a straight, <laughs> very, very normal Those are man. people who like trains. <laughs> oh, I mean, I love yeah. trains. Trains be planes. It's a whole, whole different thing. I love it. Now, I was looking at a blog today on like European travel, and it said that um, if you want to go places, look at their COVID numbers and always get tickets that are refundable mm-hmm. because um, if you, the COVID numbers are really, really high, there's a high chance that that country is just going to shut down and like no more flights coming in. Do you, and this was like a few months ago when they said it, do you forecast that happening more in the future? No, I, I mean, yes, that was definitely what happened over the last two and a half years. I mean, the, the travel industry has definitely suffered. So I'm so glad you guys are talking about getting back out there and traveling because we need it. But definitely what happened was basically people thought it was opening back up. They're like, that's it. We're done. The first wave's over. And then everybody tried to book things and then everything shut back down again. And that happened like three waves of that. Yikes. And it was really problematic because, as you said, people would buy a ticket. They're so excited. They're going on their holidays. Two weeks later, they're like, nah. We're shut down. My God. We're done. And imagine buying a plane ticket that's like non-refundable. I know. And now that's like, what, $900? That's a lot of money. It's a I lot of money. I just don't understand. Where the fuck is everybody going? How is every flight to Cincinnati full from Los Angeles? Like, Apparently it's, just it's like, really popular. How many people are going to fucking Cincinnati? <laughs> they just love that skyline chili. They really do. You know, it's just, you know, is there an event, though? Maybe if there's like a big concert? I just feel like every flight, I've been on one empty flight, and I needed that flight to be empty. That yeah. was when I got my sweet Tootsie back, and she's doing great, by the way. She's doing, oh my God, I love my little Tootsie. She is a little sweetheart. She has been sneezing. And falling over. <gasps> I don't know what that is, but I think it's fine. I think she's just weak. But uh, there are goats that sneeze and fall over. Fainting goats. <laughs> yeah, yes, the fainting goats. Yeah, you know, right. I, I I picked her up the first time she fell. I thought she was choking, so I picked her up and I shook her. She got so mad. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, we're we're still learning how to live together. Like last night, oh my god, I felt like such a piece of shit. Uh, I, Tootsie was she she comes up. I'm sitting there. I'm click clacking. I'm working. I got a beer in front of me, and she's just sitting at me. And she whenever she wants anything, she'll walk up to you, look you dead in the eyes, and go. Bah! You know, and then she, her whole body shakes when she barks. You know, and so you, you pick her up, and I put her on my lap, and I start click clacking. And then all of a sudden, she starts moving funny, knocks over the beer. My whole beer goes all over the dog. I feel like a horrible drunk dad fucking spilling. <laughs> I just got her washed. I had to throw her in the sink and spray her down. I felt like such an animal. Oh, that's Poor okay. Thing. She didn't know I had to reapply all her ointments. Really? Well, yeah. she's like on spring break again. She is. She's topless today. <laughs> yeah. Good for her, that little bitch. Woo. She does this thing when she pees. Oh my God. It's it's the I never see it's the cutest. I've never seen anything like it. Her like little vagina like flaps like this when she pees. Like it fla- like a like a mud flap. It's the weirdest thing I ever saw, but it's adorable. I like that you look at your little dog's pussy when she <laughs> yeah. when she pees. You know when a dog takes a shit, I always look. Oh, you have to. You got to see what's going on in that dookie. I always look. And I feel bad because the dog looks embarrassed. And that's how dogs, you know they have feelings and souls. It's because when they take a shit, they look embarrassed. Yeah, just don't shake them. No, don't shake them. Now, Stephanie, where's your place? (laughs) (laughs) Good segue. (laughs) Yeah. 
Where's your favorite place to visit in Europe? You were talking about Spain earlier, and you said, but there's a lot of apartment buildings. Yes, yes, it's true. I, I go to Spain every year because that's where my partner's family is from. I had to learn Spanish to be able to go there. They don't speak English uh, in his family, and I love to go there, and it's fantastic, and it's got amazing seafood. Eddie, you would love it. Obviously, all, all the food is incredible, but they've got these beautiful city centers, and, and that's everywhere, like you know Madrid and lots of places got gorgeous city centers, and what they do is they just build up around the side of it these apartments just over time they didn't take heritage into consideration so you kind of got to get through (laughs) these stacks of apartment buildings and then it's beautiful and it's really nice like it's significantly worth it but uh it does make it less pleasant than you think it's going to be there should be because i know in new orleans they have a cultural preservation center Mm -hmm. because my brother used to live on like on bourbon street Mm -hmm. and if you live on bourbon street you can't just go and like reinvent your house as like modern whatever you got to keep the rod iron gauge you got to keep it looking a certain way i wish there was more people saying like you got to keep it looking like rustic spain they do now so now they do but it's a lot of there's i I come from belgium and there's brussels is the town there and there's a term that's called brusselisation which means brusselization and it's basically where the they had no heritage rules and there was loads of bombing world war ii happened and as a result loads of these beautiful old buildings collapsed and they just were allowed to build like hideous 1960s apartment complexes Ugh. right next to gorgeous Art Nouveau townhouses. No. And that concept of being like, oh, this is so beautiful. Wow, that's so ugly. The term for that in architecture, it comes from Brussels because of that. I mean, now they've changed those rules, but yeah. And it's still, listen, I'm not knocking Europe. It's incredible. It genuinely is amazing. You walk around streets that you're like, wow, this has been here for over a thousand years. It's phenomenal and stunning, uh, but it's just that, you know, the people still have to live around the side of it. They can't just go back to building stunning cathedrals everywhere. Yeah. It's just normal. I feel like no one even tries to do that kind of stuff anymore. No, I know. You know, like build a column. Like all the columns are like, you know, built somewhere else and like brought in on a truck. Yeah. Right. Well, I was looking into um, architecture and finances and building and, um, People think it's more cost effective to build what I call the projects for rich people um, because it's these giant condos. Everybody's on top of each other. Your mail gets stolen. You can hear everything, but they put a fresh paint job and you paint three grand for a studio, right? It's Stytown. It's Stytown. In, in New York. That Yes, that's exactly what it is. So like people, they think, oh, we'll make more money if we just build this mm-hmm. because it's a cheaper upfront cost. Yep. But what ends up happening with the human psyche is if everything looks cheap around you, you're going to treat it cheaply. Yes. So what always happens, always, always, when they build these condos, I say five, ten years after it's built, it gets demolished. Mm-hmm. So you all you end up paying way more money. It's kind of like... And I don't want to knock food deserts because if you live in it, like I mean, that's you can knock food deserts because food deserts suck. They do suck, but it's kind of like going to buy a honey bun because it's right there and it's cheaper. But in the long run, you're going to get diabetes mm-hmm. and like health problems. So building but you also get that honey bun. You can also get that honey bun whenever you want. <laughs> Put it in the microwave, pretty good. But if you were to build something out of because we, we human beings, we like brick, we like wood, yeah. we like things that are natural that we understand stand up against the big bad wolf absolutely yeah but there's these places i mean there was a i think sometimes there's like ideas where they're like let's take this idea there's a place in normandy which is in france called le havre and it was so demolished during world war ii like just just cratered nothing oh. nothing left in normandy <laughs> yeah surprise. <laughs> um and as a result they built they gave over to this architect they were like you can redo the town 
And he built the whole thing out of this special kind of concrete that where you can kind of see what makes up the concrete. It's called beton. And it's it is a, it's a thing, like it's a choice, but it's the whole town now. And he built like apartment blocks and council houses and a cathedral out of it. You can go visit it. It's very specific. It is not to my taste, but it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So there are other ways to do like, okay, we need to deal with building lots of stuff for a huge community of people and not make it these cheap places. No, you know? because it's it's cheaper to, to build it right now, but more expensive in the long run. Mm-hmm. I know I just said that, but yeah. it's 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 <laughs> it would be cheaper in the long run to just build something out of brick. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like a nice Look, thing. Yeah. Dubrovnik, Croatia. It has lasted for years. It's a, this walled city. It's gorgeous. The the streets are like porcelain. They're like shining. They're so beautiful. And it hasn't crumbled yet, you well, know? I, it's I, more sustainable for sure. I know one person you won't see there, and that's Holden McNeely. He's very uh, Croatian racist. <laughs> Is he really? Yes. Anti, anti he's, he's anti-Croat. Yeah. Why? I don't Why? know what happened to him. Something happened. Is he, uh, Has he, he even a, been there? No, he hasn't <laughs> been anywhere. You know, I was like, I'm pretty sure yeah, Holden has not. I think the left Croatians the are US. wonderful. The first, the first lady I ever asked on a date was a Croatian, mm-hmm. Helen. She was beautiful, very, and beautiful. Uh, you know, but like you know, the uh, Holden's very anti-Croat, you know. So uh, that's crazy. What happened? Well, he's Scottish. He's it does Scottish. Scottish and Croatia have no, a thing? No, it's an no? old roundtable thing. Speaking of which, that you were on an old episode of Roundtable <laughs> yes. back in the day, many many years ago. Yeah, yeah. So go back and find that, you know, or you know, if you uh, work with Stephanie, uh, stay away from it. <laughs> yeah, please, uh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just skip that one. <laughs> you know, I want to ask about. We were talking about this earlier. I kind of want to backtrack a little bit. Uh, we did a travel episode a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and I said that one of the places I really wanted to go to was Vigo, Spain. And apparently, you go there all the time. I go there every summer. You go yes. there every summer. So, did I pick a good place? You picked a great place. I was yes. just I was so fuck yeah, I'm so smart, I'm so stupid smart. You did it. You, did it. You, you got a winner. I mean, people are always talking about hidden gems, and I'm really glad that you picked Vigo because I had never heard of Vigo before I went there. But I met Alberto. He's from Galicia. It's just north of uh, Portugal. So, if you're a fan of Portugal, it's it's really I similar. Because I wanted to. That was mine. I wanted to go to yeah. Portugal. Yeah. yeah. So Porto, which is a bit further north from Lisbon it, you just that's two hours over into Vigo so it's real close but it's gorgeous it is very undiscovered it's colder a lot of people want to really? go to Spain because they're like oh it's hot and it looks a lot more like Cornwall in England or like Brittany or Normandy oh, than, really? than the rest of Spain yeah interesting good to know but they have but... amazing wines they have Alvarino they have Ribeiro they have these incredibly good wines mm, and they're kind I of undiscovered I don't know what that means but mm. wow mm. see I drink a six dollar wine from yeah. the bodega around me is it better than that do you know what in Spain all wine is about six bucks oh, and I it's love so it and it's good yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's like made from grapes and shit. I love like it. Thinner. Just old ladies stomping on the grapes. Remember old school internet with the oh, 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 oh. the lady who fell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, I mean, we'll watch that later. Yeah, that's back yeah. when the internet was pure. Yeah, we, we all we wanted to do was watch old ladies fall while stomping on grapes. All right. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today.
So I'm half Welsh, and I've always wanted to go to Wales. What and is the other half Belch? Come on. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Yes. Sorry, I had oh, to do I'm so it. Impressed. I don't like belching, but I had to do it for the joke. Um, so Wales, I hear because somebody told me we're people of the mist, and I always love misty places. I like a wet environment. Like if I go to a garden, I want to go to the the section where it's like you go in a greenhouse and it's just like. Like yeah. steam. Is it like that in Wales? You'd, you'd love the whole of the UK. I think the United Kingdom is your place. <laughs> if you really like a damp feel. Yeah. Uh, even inside the buildings, it's a damp feel. But no, um, Wales is incredible and it has this incredible park called Snowdonia, which is the highest hill, I guess, um, in the UK. They don't really have mountains, but it's beautiful and it's a, a gorgeous hike and they've got incredible um, beaches as well. The Gower Peninsula, stunning. You would not think that you're in Wales and on a sunny day, people are like paragliding and shit. And then you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. Then you go to Cardiff and it's kind of rough, <laughs> very different, but still. How is it rough? Like crime? No, rough like uh, fights. Ladies dressing in, in clothes that you're like, hmm, no, no, maybe not. Oh, like combat boots and sweatpants? I'm going to combine it to like cut out of their Jersey shirts. Shore style version of, <laughs> oh. yeah, there's Swansea and Cardiff and there's a lot of student town area and it's it's kind of poor in Wales. Like there, there's not a huge amount of economy. So you just get all kinds. All kinds yeah, of there was like, I would say about 10 years ago, I wanted to move to Wales because I was feeling unsatisfied in my life and I was like, I'm half Welsh and I love the countryside looked so beautiful. It is beautiful. Did I make a mistake not moving there? It really depends on you know how you're feeling about your life now, but I think I think you should move. I, I genuinely think people Shut should up. move more it's in my their co-host. lives. <laughs> no, not, not, not you specifically, but like my brother and I, we we decided um, he just graduated university. I was really bored with my job, and I was like, I'm talking about travel all the time, and I don't get to travel. I'm gonna quit, and then we're gonna go traveling around Europe, and then we're gonna go live in Barcelona because why not? Why not go live somewhere for a while? And now you can. Like people, they can work from anywhere. You got Zooms and the internet and everything that you do with tech. And you can just go be somewhere else. So why not? Have you been to Greece? I want to go to Greece. I finally went to Greece. I have been desperate to go to Greece my whole life. And I finally went to Corfu last year. The minute, in fact, that the restrictions lifted, that was where I went. Mm. Get the fuck in here. I don't know about Greece. I love rocks. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of rocks. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of rocks, a lot of hummus, you know, a lot of hummus, uh, a lot of feta, all that stuff. Yeah, and fish. Yes, a lot of of fish. fish. That's my favorite kind of food. And maybe because I was um, raised in like kind of the quote unquote cradle of civilization era, but place like in the Middle East. But I like hummus. I like Mm -hmm. um, fresh like wheat bread. Um, done in a stone thing. I like dates. I like smoked meats. Mm. I like salads with like fresh cucumbers. Do they have that in Greece? Yes, all of that. That's what I want. And the blocks of feta, like you get a Greek salad and it's just... It's it's different. It's different. It is for sure different. But the block of feta takes over the whole salad. It's incredible. Olives? Do they have beautiful olives? Gorgeous olives. olives. All the stuff. All the stuff. Everything you think. It's all there. (laughs) I love it. Can we... Can I just like... I mean, I want to go to Greece to get it, but can I like order... Is there a certain olive company or something I can get 
to my door that's like Greek olives? I mean, this is a Google search for you to do. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course there is. Probably. I'm sure there is. They want you, all they want is for you to buy stuff from Greece. Yeah. Now, now Greece, do you go to Athens? Do you go somewhere else? What's a good- what's We a- didn't go. My brother's still angry with me because it was the one place he wanted to go and we, we didn't make it there. Uh, we did not go to Athens. We didn't see any of the beautiful, amazing ruins. We skipped it, and mm-hmm. we went to Montenegro instead, and then we took a boat over to Italy and did Italy, which was also cool. But. Now, I hear the, if you're going to go ruins, obviously, Greece is amazing, mm-hmm. uh, Rome, Italy is amazing, but what about like Alexandria in, uh, in Africa? No. I don't know. I haven't been there. I, I want to go to Petra. That's Petra. where I want to go. Fuck and yeah. I mean, all I want to do is basically be Indiana Jones. I know. Like, really, I really want that as my dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the way up till I was like from like three to 10, I was either He-Man or Indiana Jones for Halloween. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it just kept yes. switching back and I just, you know, kept growing out of the outfits and buying new hats. There Luckily, is, you don't can't grow out of the whip. <laughs> no, there is no action adventurist that has topped Indy for me. For yeah. sure. He's our James Bond. Yeah, for sure. He is Indiana Jones. I think Indiana Jones is a cooler James Bond. You're right. Of course. Of course, because he teaches people instead of just banging broads. It's true. I mean, <laughs> Inspires a lot of travel, you know. Yeah. He's all over the shop. There's Which, by the way, banging broads. Where do you think, like, <laughs> your personal sexual taste? Where do you think is like some hot, sexy, smoking boys and girls? You know, and all of Europe, all of Europe, some hot, sexy, smoking, banging boys and well, girls. Can we guess where we think they are first? I oh, mean, yeah. I'm thinking Greece, to be honest. Think Greece, yeah, I mean, probably Greece. I was in Italy. Everyone was very attractive in Italy, um, but I gotta say, I think it's gonna be Portugal. Yeah, Ooh. Portugal's hot. I mean, my my man's from Spain, so I'm going to go Spain. I mm. definitely was into him when I met him, for sure. And I was yeah. like, ooh, that Spanish stuff's pretty good. Is he hairy? Uh, he's very hairy. He looks like Javier Bardem. He's hairy <laughs> in, the, in the best way, oh, the man. best way. Um, but yeah, I, I think all of those places, definitely. But I also know that for some people, the Scandinavians hold a certain amount of appeal. The, the swimsuit team. It's the tall, blonde, strapping shoulders, the whole, the yeah. whole thing oh, there. Yeah, you know. I was looking at a lot of like strongman competitions, and they come from those like sort of Icelandic. Yeah. yeah, they're all yeah. named Magnus. <laughs> and I was looking at what Sun. they eat because I'm curious. <laughs> well, they lift weights all day, and what they eat is like fish mm-hmm. soup and boiled potatoes. Pickled herring. Pickled herring. Everything's yeah. like fish and soup and pickled. And mm-hmm. I was like, I guess that's really good for you. I mean, it, ancestral diet, you know, yeah. if I were to feed them a sweet potato, they might get sick. Um, yes, for sure. But, but if you go to Iceland now, they, you can still eat like rotting shark and all sorts of crazy stuff. Oh, see, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what to. I want. I want to go to Iceland and eat all this weird pickled fucking uh-huh. and everything. I was looking at a trip to Iceland about a year ago, and because I, I was like, fuck, I wanted all the pickled stuff. I want the fresh seafood. They have an ice hotel I want to stay at. They were this little place I wanted to go to it was right by the beach. They were closed down because of COVID, but mm. I think tickets were like first class, like a thousand seventy five dollars. That's not bad. That's not bad for like first class to an ice hotel, freshest seafood in the world. I got people. We got Ragnar. We got Ragnar in Iceland. He'll Let's take go. care of us. Yeah, he lives over by uh, Reykjavik. Right? And also, yeah. fun fact about Iceland: there was a map that said, um, "Would you prefer boys or girls?" And everybody said they wanted boys. Iceland is the only place in the world that prefers girls. Yeah, because they're on an island. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right. <laughs> well, um, we, we wanted to play it. We, uh, Amber, I said we, but Amber invented a game. Yes, we just all just write down a place and then, you know, pick it out of the hat. And then just in 10 seconds, we're going to name off like some things you would do there. All right. So why don't we, how do we do this? Since I'm kind of physically far away from I'm you. I'm going to go find the hat real quick. Oh, yes. And then what we'll do is what? You go find the hat. I'll just talk. Uh-huh. Um, so what we'll do is, Amber, you just pick out of the hat and then we'll go around in a circle. And then what, what we're going to do, what we would do there uh, in uh, in 10 seconds or less. That's I'm a great idea, Eddie. Thank you so much for we, adapting to the situation. That's right. We, uh, you know, we shoot from the hip here. That's right. That's right. So first place and in 10 seconds and we can see it here. Oh, let me get a stopwatch. Oh, okay. Here. Thank you, Ed. And, you know, just name some like fun stuff off the top of the cuff of like things to do if you were there. Okay. Tell me when you're ready, Eddie. No, I picked, the, we each picked two things. Yes. Oh, do we need to? And now mine weren't, mine weren't in Europe, so I kind of fucked that up. But uh, I mean, we can do the world. You know, we can open it up. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> no, this game I invented has rules, Ed. I am an NFT, NFJT, <laughs> or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So go first, and then okay. I'll uh, pick out of the hat, uh, read us the country, and we'll go Stephanie, me, and you every time. You Stephanie's got it. Stephanie's going to have the best advice. Okay. You got it, Stephanie. So, oh, I'll, I'll keep Ooh, drawing. Maybe it, Stephanie, hold on. Maybe Stephanie should go last because you actually know what. To do, I, I might not. I don't know what you picked in that. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> all right so Stephanie first. Or Stephanie first. Okay, so in ten seconds, Stephanie, tell me what you do in Germany. Oh my God, Germany is incredible. I would go to the uh, castle, the Disney castle, obviously. I yes. would drink a lot of beer, Oktoberfest, amazing. And I would hang out in Berlin where actually the food is really, really cheap. Uh-huh. There's no center to Berlin, but very good. Awesome. Eddie, Germany, <laughs> 10 seconds. I'm going to Munich. I want to go to these weird clubs. You know, I don't like clubbing, but I want to do it in Germany. And I want the schnitzel. And I want, uh, and I want a, 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 a what are those, a nutcracker. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Germany, 10 seconds. I'm, I want to go to Christmas shops. Of course. I want to go to these big, beautiful Christmas shops with all those lights and all those kids that are laughing and it's so pretty and I want to get fresh homemade sausages and beer. Goovine. Fuck, I forgot to say pretzels. Ah. Ooh, the soft pretzels. Yes. So fucking good. Get in my mouth. Okay, Stephanie, next up, what are we doing in Mongolia? I have no idea. There's something to do with hawks. They do a really good competition where people are chasing each other on uh, horses, which mm-hmm. looks really cool and film-like, and I'd probably want to go and check that out and also eat in somebody's hut because you can definitely nice. do that. Yes. Eddie, Mongolia? Um, first off, I'm going to find out how closely related I am to Genghis Khan. <laughs> and my buddy went to Mongolia, and he uh, had a sword, and he rode it across the desert on a camel, and that seems cool. That's fucking rock and roll mm-hmm. you know what i was vibing on airbnb the other day and for 35 dollars a night i can go stay in a yurt and get a breakfast yes. cooked for me by a family and it's in this gorgeous plains with mm-hmm. all these like mountains around and you can ride a fucking horse mm-hmm. okay stephanie what's what are riding. we doing in singapore singapore oh, singapore. singapore yeah singapore is a tiny city within the whole country of singapore i would try very hard to go get a singapore sling in the long bar which is beautiful and i'd probably do a boat ride around the uh, lake Ooh, eddie singapore singapore now i think in singapore they have those tall 
um, structures that are like yeah. forests in the sky. They're like skyscraper forests. They have a big hotel with a big forest at the top. Yeah, but there's like three towers. My yeah. time's up. Yeah, but I really want to see that. <laughs> I think it's very interesting. It's very forward thinking. Oh, gardening I think up. That's how we're going to, it's one of the ways that we could possibly save the world. Mm. And uh, I want the, everyone to like do this because they have all these creatures that live in it and it, it's all these birds and it's just, it, it creates oxygen for the whole city. Wow. Uh, so I really, it's like Central Park, but in the sky. Garden Gardening up. That's very smart. Singapore, Singapore, um, it sounds like they would have some really good street food. Mm-hmm. I would like to be served yes. by a woman that I'm like, are you going to kill me or is this going to be the best thing I'm ever going to have in my life? It'll be the best. Um, sure. I would like time. to. Okay, thank okay. you. <laughs> Can't All do right. anything else in Singapore. You have to go back home. I have to go back home. Sorry, only eat there <laughs> and then get the fuck out of there. All right. Um, Reykjavik, Iceland. Ooh. Well, that's what I was saying. I, I, I love Reykjavik. I love Iceland. I would eat a lot of sushi. I would go see a glacier and I would go back to the Blue Lagoon, which is a hot spring. Super Ooh, good. And see some naked teenagers. Yeah, lots of naked. <laughs> lots of All naked. right, Eddie. Reykjavik. I'm hanging out with Bjorn and I'm hanging out with Ragnar. I'm going to eat my pickled fish <laughs> and uh, volcanoes, right? I yeah. don't know it's outside well, of town, but and oh, an Easter festival. They got the Easter festival. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Reykjavik, Iceland. They, don't they also have these like clots of land over like a marsh that you can kind of step on and jump around? Kind of like you're in the movie, um, what's that one with the fairies? Okay, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. <laughs> what's that, what's that, that fairy movie? It's um, Fern Gully. Fern, Fern Gully. Yeah. So you can like jump around on these clots of like patches of grass that are kind of floating in these marshes. They're kind of floaty. There's also the, all the hot springs and the sulfur and the crazy geyser and all that like old faithful style stuff. Fuck yeah. You know what happens when you fall jumping from each one of them? Mm-hmm. You're a klutz. <laughs> All right, I'm a klutz. Thank going. you, Eddie. That wasn't calling you a klutz. I was calling you know just just. Oh joke. no! If you do fall, if you do fall, then they have to point and laugh if at one you. Does. Okay, so next up, Tahiti. What are we doing in Tahiti? Ten seconds. Swimming a lot, seeing some fish, fish. Right? There's mm-hmm. definitely coral and fish and all that stuff. That's basically all I know about Ooh. Tahiti. Heat, sunshine. Heat. Yes, Eddie. I imagine there's a pig roast. You know, oh, uh, yeah. I like my tiki, uh, my my tiki masks. I'll pick up a couple of them, and uh, yeah, I see some fish in the sea. Maybe a turtle. That's fucking awesome, Tahiti. I would like to learn how to spearfish. Oh, great oh, idea! That's so where you do good. it. Yeah, do it myself, and then cook it up myself right on the beach. Fuck yeah! Nothing better than that, Tahiti baby. We can go to Tahiti. Book a flight. Also, you know what, um, Ed? How about look? Can you look up flights to Tahiti right now? Sure. Okay, and next up, and we'll do a little bit longer while you're looking at the flight. Okay, <laughs> Egypt. What would you do in Egypt? Well, you got to see the pyramids, right? I mean, that's that's got to be one of the things. Um, I think in Egypt, I would probably try to go to a market. I'd probably buy some very cool stuff. They've got a lot of old stuff. Um, I'd probably try to do some haggling, and I would taste all of the delicious Egyptian food. And I think those men are quite beautiful, actually. Swarthy, lovely men. Yeah. I might just do some people watching. My um, I had an ex that got pickpocketed in Egypt. Not pickpocketed, but you have to kind of watch out for like little not cons, but somebody had a oh yeah comb in the back of their pants. Oh my god! And so he'd walking around, and then the comb fell out, and mm-hmm. he said, "Sir, you dropped your comb." And he said, "Oh, thank you so much, thank you so much. How about I come like come with me, come with me?" He said, oh, "Okay." And he does like some like oil on his hand. I forget what, exactly what he did. It was like oil on his hands or hair or something. And he was like, "It's for free, my friend." And then at the end, he was. 
like, that'll be, and he actually charged him. Yeah. Yes. So don't fall for the comb out of the pocket. Nothing's yeah. free. No. Nothing's free. Eddie, how much is flights to Tahiti right now? All right. Are you ready for this? If you fly Air Tahiti, it's $766. So it's Damn. cheaper than Since Julie's then. flight to Nashville <laughs> in three weeks to come see me at the fucking Ryman. We could go to Tahiti and just live. Oh, it's so aggravating. Oh my god! I'm sorry. But yeah, and if you fly Delta, it's one thousand one hundred eighty-three dollars. And that's for economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's for economy. Yeah. I didn't do a deep, deep search. <laughs> um, which we are on Egypt. This Egypt. one was mine. Egypt's on my bucket list for sure. Like it's a, it's somewhere I really need to go. Um, but yeah, obviously I got to see them tier, them pyramids. Mm -hmm. You know, because they're gonna fall. Because I heard they built the road too close to the pyramids and they're like slowly crumbling. Uh, so Move the road. I, I don't know. That, that's probably even worse. Is picking up the road and moving it. You know, I, they, they moved, they, they built a road really close to Stonehenge and they basically decided to bury the road. So they've like oh, really? put a tunnel over the road and built over it so that you're not now like sitting at Stonehenge, Stonehenge thinking, wow, this is magical and amazing and pagan. And then there's like, here. So, so annoying. They've, they've changed it. Yeah. Good. good for them. Yeah. Bury the road, Egyptians. So that's good. What are you doing in Egypt? In Amber? Egypt, I'm for sure getting a lot of that food honking down. And you know what? I'd probably make friends with the locals. And even though I just said, like, watch out for the pocket. <laughs> Um, the pocket thing, but mm -hmm. you, the Middle East is very um, notorious for inviting you into their home and showing you a good time. Yeah. Very hospitality driven. Also, you know, I, and I'd want to play with a monkey. Yeah. You going to diddle his penis? Well, I mean, I have him sit on <laughs> you my You going to watch his pussy one. flap? Well, I, I mean, that's my, that's what I do with Tootsie. It's your go to. You know. <laughs> and the monkeys, they usually fuck your ear anyway. Um, sorry, Stephanie. Um, all right. What's left? We got one left, right? Oh, no. I think that's it. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing left in the hat. We're not going anywhere anymore. That's it. World's locked down again. Where well, would you live if you weren't living here? Oh, that's such a great question. Where would you live? What country, right? You say country. Mm. Yeah, yeah, country or city. But I mean, outside of the US. I, I would like it. something that's like old world, but also very progressive in the views that I can go see the country very easily. But I'm also living in a city in an apartment that's sort of spacious enough for me i don't need a mansion enough for me and like i can i want to walk i want to be able to walk to the grocery i want to walk to a train station i'm a walker you know yeah maybe like because i was looking into it maybe portugal yeah. Ooh, portugal yeah. would be nice. lisbon porto all both excellent cities yeah beautiful i feel like i would have to go to sydney i've never been there oh. but if i'm gonna live somewhere i like a city yeah and i like variety you know like, like when i went to for example, when I went to Naples, you know, I always say that Naples, it's kind of like New York City, but if everyone was Italian, <laughs> you know, like it's just, you know, and I remember I was in Italy for 10 days and by the end of it, I'm like, can I have something that's not fucking Italian food? Yeah. But like, you know, you're in Italy, what are we talking about? So I figured if I was in Australia, there'd be, you know, the, in Sydney, that's probably a lot more uh, a separate culture uh, that I expect, like from living in the American cities. Because I'm a very Americanized person. I can't uh, say that I'm not. And uh, I think Sydney would be a, a really cool place to be. Well, you got to eat that Vegemite. Yeah. yeah. Vegemite's yeah. really good, I've to had, be honest. I've had it. It's Super okay. Salty. It's salty, but Super I like salty. salt. Yeah. <laughs> now, I remember you telling me one time that you were in an office and then uh, someone sent you a jar of peanut butter. Yeah. And everyone like 
they was could not so understand. Out. <laughs> they were like, "Why? Why? Why is this a thing that you want?" <laughs> I remember growing up as a kid in Belgium. I was so excited because um, my mom's friend worked for the base, you know, the military base. And I was like, for my birthday, can you get me this case of root beer? And he was like, yeah, I can do that. And he brought this case of root beer and I had all these like eight-year-old Belgian kids and they all opened a can and not one of them took more than one sip. They oh like, my God. It's disgusting. Yeah. So, you know, cultural tastes, uh, they're they're different. It's like my, my friend grew up in France and she said that they got these like gushers there and like, you know how gushers are or like some candy that's mm-hmm. like blue and like not natural eating foods, colors, yeah. like blue yeah. and like hot hot, hot pink or something. And they were like, what is this? Why is it this color? You eat the blue? Yeah. You eat the blue? I eat the blue. What would you pick? Where would you live if you didn't live Oh, in so living? many places that I want to live. I, I want to live in Melbourne. Uh, so I wouldn't go Sydney. I'd go Melbourne, I think, in Australia. I don't know the difference. Um, well, not there, you know, probably relatively similar, but everybody I know who lives there is like, that one's a bit more European. Okay, cool. So I I like that vibe. I also think Montreal would be really cool Montreal's to live in. It's really cool. Place. I've never been there. Oh, and I never just been there? really, really, really want to Not go. to brag, but I did go there for a comedy festival many years ago yeah. because I got accepted. So it's kind of a big, big comedy festival. Those of you stand ups know, doing it. Yeah. Well done. It's so great. It's on, it's such a fun place to be. The food is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. It is. Oh my God. I like their honey and maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Mm. Of course. And they have, you know what they have in Montreal? They have a great Chinatown. And, but they also have uh, a lot of Jews. And so there's a place called Sammy's. It's like a Jewish steakhouse. And then, um, wait, no, is it Sammy's? <laughs> Shit, Sammy's was in New York, but there's a there's a great Jewish. I don't. I, I didn't know I was gonna. I'm not prepared to talk about this. <laughs> but there's a smoked meat place that's Ooh, so damn good, which I is like their meats. version of uh, pastrami, and uh, so I'm down with that. But yes, uh, you go to Montreal and eat that eat that food. Yeah, this is the thing. Like I've done most of Europe. I love Europe, and but most of the time I'm in cities or, or training. That's the best thing about Europe, by the way. If you do travel, just go one place and then train everywhere. Yeah, it's I hate so driving. so good. I could just do a train. Yeah, for sure. You Another need to train thing. everywhere. Moishas, thank you. Moishas, thank you, Sean. Uh. Stephanie's brother's here. <laughs> yeah, yes, thank Moishas you. Is so good. Hero, hero. Place. Oh, and also one last thing. Estonia. I've been wanting yes. to go there. My brother visited there, and they said that it's so lush with life that mm-hmm. there's just bees everywhere. Yeah, honestly, there, there's a lot to Eastern Europe that people don't see, like Lithuania, Estonia, Latvia, all beautiful places full of very beautiful, kind people, like incredibly kind people. I meet a lot of them because a lot of them live in London. London's a very multicultural city, mm-hmm. and I want to go to a lot of those places too. Like I've been to Copenhagen. I've been to Prague, which is in the Czech Republic, Budapest, but I haven't been in that area. Eastern, Eastern. Can you take a train from like west to east Europe like that? You can train the whole of Europe. And in fact, depending on your age, you can actually do like interrail for a really, really cheap amount where you can have unlimited train travel for a month. What? Throughout Europe. You have to be like 17 though, right? No, like up until 35, I think what? it is. Yeah, and then if you're over that age, it's it's a bit more. But you, I mean, rail travel through Europe is phenomenal. It's phenomenal and you will see everything. You might get a bit bored. You might play a bit of cards. But I mean, the last time I did it, we didn't have iPhones. So I, I couldn't watch, you know, Bridgerton on oh, my phone. I love but trains though. I, I love trains. stare at the train. You see so much of the country. You, you can go from Belgrade to Montenegro. And then you're going to go from this like jungly, mountainous, beautiful region down to like sandy beaches. It's it's insane, and you should definitely do it once in your life. That's inspiring. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, Stephanie. I love it. 
You're welcome. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to be our show on uh, European travel. And we went across the world, even though we said we're just like the old Europeans. <laughs> um, you know, before we go, I just got to say a special shout out to Steph, because uh, a lot of times on this show, I talk about the crazy house parties that I used to have back in Tallahassee and oh, the man. band. And we used to have uh, P-Funk come through and our good buddy Danny Bedrosian yeah. was the keyboard player. But Stephanie was the singer. Yeah, me and Danny. Yeah, you, you sang it. You, you sang your heart out in my living room I did. so many times and it was uh amazing and uh you know my stories i know are, are true they're right? totally true and one, honestly one of my <laughs> i i sing now but one of my favorite recordings is still when one of your friends recorded ain't no sunshine at your party and uh, i'm like god i wish i could find that it was such an epic you night of recording always destroyed that song yeah uh you're such an one. unbelievable singer hopefully uh, uh we'll get you drunk enough to sing tonight <laughs> um you uh if you listen to one of the early episodes of brighter side we had a uh, a group that that you were in how much are, are they st- are is new and lay still together not as the group that it was but myself and the guitarist still do stuff but yeah new on lay yeah new on lay and uh we put what's what was the song we played forever ago it was called cold dark sea cold dark sea oh that's so great and are you um is there any way people can listen to you uh online right now oh yeah new on lay is on on spotify you, we have an album it's called seasons new on lay is spelt like the haitian it means new on lay like we're in the air and it's n-o-u and then e-n-l but you can check it oh out. Oh my on God, Spotify. I spelled it right by just guessing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. It's an ENFP, baby. Oh my God. Um, so check out New NLA. You will not be disappointed. Very. Uh, very cool. Very Montreal. It sounds like yeah. something you would hear with the great jazz that you would see in Montreal. <laughs> um, check out Amber's other podcast, Someplace Underneath, that she does with Natalie Jean, exclusively a part of the last podcast network. That will be in Nashville at the Ryman Auditorium on June 18th. The announcement is happening yesterday. So you fucking know about it already, bro. Come. If you're looking for a reason to just drive across this country and do something fun, Every show a part of the new last podcast network is going to be there. You're going to want to be there. It's going to be the biggest, most fun you'll ever have. I imagine there'll be some kind of roundtable tribute. And, you know, you're not going to want to miss this show. Uh, the Brighter Side Live is still going. The show comes out on Friday. And so the next one is going to be on Tuesday. That is on April 12th. That's the second Tuesday of every month, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on the last podcast network Twitch channel. Go check that out. We got Patreons. Amber, why don't you tell the people about what you're doing over there on your fucking Patreon? <laughs> Amber Smelson, S-M-E-L-S-O-N. It's a way to support me as an artist. And also I show you what I eat. Because I cook about 90% of my food, and so I show crazy. you exactly what I do. I love it. Check out mine. That's patreon.com slash edditunes, E-D-D-I-E-T-U-N-E-S. Uh, I got the Edditunes two-hour radio hour on there, some private playlists, some sketches. You know, and I'm going to start doing uh, concert reviews of all the shows. I go to so many shows, you know, and I like to tell people about it. So I'll start putting those on there for you people. And uh, and I'm helping. To, I'm trying to get the, the Patreon to grow. So if you're a part of the Patreon, thank you so much for being a part of it. And hit me up and give me some suggestions if you want to see some different kind of material from me. You can still rent or buy How America Killed My Mother at HowAmericanKilledMyMother.com. Uh, I'm going to be doing a live version of that show, 4 p.m on mother's day out here in california in los angeles at the pack theater so come check that out twitter at eddie tunes underscore at amber smelson at last podcast network at brighter side lpn instagram if you want to follow stephanie it's 
Gouffre Belge. <laughs> that is G A U F F R E B E L G E. You can find uh, Stephanie there on Instagram, and it is a wonderful follow. Amber Nelson is Amber Smelson. It's always Amber Smelson across the board. Yeah. I'm Eddie Tunes. Uh, last podcast network and the brighter side LPN check out Amber on the rocks. It's Amber's Twitch show. She does every Friday at 6 PM Pacific where she hangs out on their porch and just talks to the people who come hang out with her, have a drink with her, have a smoke, enjoy your life, get some friends sticker giveaway. It's happening. You can physically mail snail mail us a uh, self-addressed stamped envelope to the brighter side care of LPN PO box four, seven, zero North Hollywood, California, nine, one, six, zero three. And we will mail you back a sticker or two uh let us know how many you want if you want more than one you got to promise to put one in a bathroom somewhere and if you want us if you just want one you can dm amber myself or uh the brighter side on any of our socials uh i'm off facebook so don't send it to me there send it on instagram or twitter and we will send you out a sticker because that's what we do because so many wonderful people have mailed us stamps and so now it doesn't cost us any money to send out stickers no we'll so send it out no problem sending them out and good for you for getting off of facebook eddie oh uh, you know what they tried to get me to start doing more shit and i was like you know what you no. go fuck no uh so but we need to make uh someone a moderator for the brighter side Facebook. oh right page. so if you want to be a Moderator for the Brighter Side Angela Facebook page. White yeah, has uh, offered to do it. She moderates the Roundtable page. Angela gets it. Angela White. So check in with Angela White. She's going to be doing it. I'm sorry, we're talking about it on air. That's okay. We're wrapping and rolling. That's right. Um, Eddie Tunes Two Hour Radio Hour Episode Twelve is about to come out, exclusive to the Patreon. If you are part of my uh, Google Drive mailing list, you will still get the Eddie Tunes Two Hour Radio Hour. You'll just get it a month after my patrons, and uh, so you know, don't fret. You'll still get uh, all the good tunes that you need. So come get some. Also on Spotify, you can check me out. I'm Ed Larson and Napster, Eddie Tunes. Today, because Steph uh, has taught me so much about my love of music, <laughs> and uh, you know, we, we go way back, I wanted to uh, let you pick the song today. So what's taking us out today, Steph? I'm hoping it's Ophelia by the band, if that's okay for you. That is perfectly fine. We always allowed to play Robbie and Levon and Richard. Ah, oh, Levon. And, and, and Garth and uh, who's the other guy? Who am I forgetting? Oh, God. I'm, I'm not oh Rick it. Danko. It's Richard yes, and Rick. Yes, of Rick, course. Rick Danko's solo album is so good. When we get back to your, your yeah. Steph and her brother crashing in my place tonight, remind you I want to play you the Rick Danko record I bought. I am looking forward to a it, lot of music at your place tonight. Fucking unbelievable. All right, we got to get out of here and go meet Henry for some drinks in the meantime. Love you guys so much. Uh, here is Ophelia by the band. Yes! See you in Europe, fuckers! This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.